Hello, my name is Rosanna Molunio and welcome to the Rosanna Mod Podcast. Want to modify your life? That is corny, but I'm going to keep it in there. This variety show brainstorms solutions for everyday challenges, unlocks your secret potential, think outside the box with creative ideas that improve your business and your life. Get inspired with special guests, get motivated with how-to projects for the whole family, and learn that life is too short for anything less than being happy. Laugh with me or at me, it doesn't matter, somebody's going to laugh. Welcome to the Rosanna Mod Variety Pod. This is your vessel and host, Rosanna Modunio, a.k.a. Rosanna Mod. We are at episode 93, 93. And today, it's uh, before I begin, I wanted to first explain to you, my listeners, why I was out for a few days. Now, I have some friends who tell me you don't have to explain why you're out a few days, but I feel like you're entitled to know because... I have a daily show, and if I miss the daily, then there should be a reason, and there is a reason. My dog, Coco, who is a Shishan, is 12 years old. She'll be 13 next month, and she is encountering aging issues, and I wasn't familiar with those issues. That's why today's show is about glaucoma in dogs and how you miss the signs. This is going to actually be part one of two series because I feel that it's important for dog owners out there to know the symptoms. And I missed the symptoms. I didn't know. And apparently uh, glaucoma in dogs, the onset can be like within days or so. I, I think every obviously every dog is different. But mine, I had no idea what I was looking at. It happened on a Monday night. You know, she woke me up and she's moving around and she's jumping up on my bed and she's getting close to me really close to me which she never does she usually sleeps at the foot of the bed she has one soft cushy bed one of those donut anxiety beds that are really furry which actually really work for her by the way she sleeps on that so in other words she moves around a lot anyway but she woke me up this night because she got really really close to me and started shaking and I'm wondering why she's scared did she see something did she hear something I don't know so I'm watching her and I videotaped a couple of instances where I'm asking her, hey, are you okay? And you could see that she's uh, she seems disoriented. She seemed confused. And then I noticed the eye and she was blinking. Her right eye just kept getting closed and like she could barely open it. The vet that I take her to had told me a few months ago, you know, she's got cataracts, it's okay now, but she's going to eventually need surgery. So I didn't really think that it was something that was so vital to do at the moment because he explained that this is something that's not so necessary as the cataracts because they're not that bad. They just get cloudy. The right eye that she was blinking seemed cloudier than the left eye. The cloud was whiter and it seemed to me that it was also maybe a little bit more swollen, a little bigger. So I wasn't really sure. The point I'm trying to make is I didn't notice any of these things that first night. The only thing that I noticed was the blinking. It wasn't really swollen at that time, by the way, that first night. I was looking for actually for a hospital the next, that night, but there was nothing open. She kept asking to go outside. Like she kept going to the door. Now it's like 1.30 in the morning. I figured, well, let me just take her outside. Maybe she just needs to walk. I don't know. Maybe she wants to go to the bathroom. She's got pee pads that I leave at night or when I'm not there. The whole day we walked for an hour from 1 30 to 2 30 in the morning she kept pulling me kept wanting to walk she peed outside a couple times 
and everything seemed okay. I brought her back in and she still seemed very anxious. She wouldn't sleep. She didn't want to sit. She didn't want to lay down. She just kept walking around, confused. I don't know, like she was looking for something. I didn't know what to do. I just figured she's not feeling well. Something's wrong. Her belly was gurgling a little bit. And I thought, well, maybe, I don't know, did she eat something? But she's not that kind of a dog that eats scraps. She's the kind of dog that's very picky. So she won't pick up anything if you drop it. And even if you give her anything, she won't eat it. She likes very specific things. And I always feed her healthy food, you know? I boil chicken for her, I give her liver. I don't give her a lot of junk or snacks or anything like that. Uh, needless to say, I was stressed out. You know, I called in that day to work. I couldn't record, I couldn't do anything. Took her to the vet. The vet uh, checked her and said that he couldn't really find anything except uh, she had some blood in her stool and they were gonna check that fecal matter to see if there was anything in there and it came back negative. Then he asked me if I wanted to run some tests, some blood work, you know, pancreas, liver, and whatever. And I said, sure, yeah, do it. Well, I'm here, might as well, right? Everything came out negative, everything came out good. So he diagnosed the problem as a GI, which is gastrointestinal. I'm assuming he did that because he found blood in the stool, but she didn't have diarrhea. He told me she did, but she didn't. Her poops were a little dry maybe, but she didn't have diarrhea. She had diarrhea when he poked that thing in her and he found the blood sample. But the, the whole point is the gastrointestinal came with, a uh, diagnosis came with an antibiotic. And the antibiotic was what they wanted me to give her, a quarter of a pill every 12 hours. And that pill was making her really sick. Not, she wasn't throwing up or anything. She still wasn't, you know, she wasn't going to the bathroom. I guess it was drying her up. She complained a lot. You know, she whimpered a lot. She, her, her stomach gurgled. She just didn't feel good. You know, she was walking around and her eye kept blinking. And I had asked, you know, the text, hey, find out about the eye blinking. But nobody said anything to me about it. I was focused on the diagnosis, which was the gastrointestinal diagnosis. So being focused on that, the blinking eye became secondary issue for everyone involved, apparently. It was about, I guess, uh, let me see, that was Tuesday. I guess like Wednesday, I became concerned. The next day, I became concerned about the eye because I noticed that she was keeping her eye closed more. I looked inside the eye and I noticed that it did seem more swollen. This is when I noticed that it was bigger and she wouldn't let me really touch it so it was sensitive for her. So I started looking online. Why dogs blink? And I found glaucoma uh, as one of the issues. I looked at all these things. I started calling the vet and I saw if I could make a, an appointment. Unfortunately, the vet is off on Wednesdays. I couldn't get in to see him, message the vet, and the vet came back and said that they that he wants to see me on Monday. But now here it is Wednesday, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, that's five days later. That's too late. I'm thinking glaucoma, it could be, it could, gets worse before it gets better. There's no cure. So, and I don't want her to lose an eye, which is one of the things that can happen or go blind in that eye. So here I am after I know all of this, I'm freaking out. I don't want to wait until Monday. I'm starting to look for other vets that I could take her to that might want to see her, but they don't have any openings. There's nothing. I keep calling every day. And then I finally get an appointment in on Saturday morning. So I bring her in on Saturday morning. He does one of those tests where they 
you know, like they do for the humans in the, when you get your eyes checked, do they blow something in your eye? I guess to check for the pressure. They check for the pressure and it comes back at 33%. Now, a normal dog pressure of the eye is between 15 and 25%. So she's got 33%. Anything over 50% requires surgery. So he prescribed these drops, dorzolamide, and I'm supposed to give her one drop every 12 hours. And I'm telling you, as soon as I did that, I noticed a difference. It seemed to, like within the first day, it looked like the eye wasn't as swollen. She wasn't blinking as much. And I could swear that the white part of the lens seemed to be a little less white. I don't know if that makes sense, but I don't know if that's possible because there's cataracts in there too. Uh, today, I have an appointment with the doctor uh, to check the pressure of her eye. You know, I'm going to update you guys on this. So it was at 33%, and as long as it's lower, that means the eye drops are working. Now, like I said, there is no cure for glaucoma. I'm looking at eye drops for the rest of her life or, you know, something else, you know, that I can uh, do, which I plan on probably taking her to an ophthalmologist, a doctor who knows more about eyes, because this doctor is not an ophthalmologist. He's just a, you know, general veterinarian. And I think you really need to have a specialist with the eyes, especially when you have a breed that has eye issues like she does. And I'm going to get all into that uh, later in, a, in part two of my... So before I end this, I just wanted to let you know that she's doing better. Her eyes look better. She's not blinking as much. I know that the eye drops are probably uncomfortable for her because she doesn't like it. As soon as she sees me coming at her with this little eye drop, she just kind of like cringes a little bit. And uh, But she's really a good girl. She's She lets me do whatever I want with her. She kind of just sits there. I pull back her eye. I don't have to hold her head or anything. She just sits there. I open her eyelid and I drop it in and she does not move. She's just very good that way. She's always been that way. She's been eating well. Um, I ordered some food from Dr. Marty Goldstein, which is an online uh, vet. I know you've heard of him. I looked online and I researched him. I ordered a bag of Dr. Marty food, which I want to review at some point when I get it. I still haven't gotten it yet. So it was on sale from $59.99 to $29.99 for a one-pound bag of freeze-dried raw food. And that's going to be in my part two and I'll give you a list of all of the food that you need to buy in order to get her or him more healthy, get your pet healthier. So that's all I wanted to say. Before I go, I just want to give you the warning signs to look for in your dog so that you don't do what I did. Now, real quick, if you go to my Instagram at Rosanna Mod, you're going to see a video that I posted of Coco blinking. That was the night that I didn't know what was wrong with her. She was acting weird. In retrospect, I see that the reason why she was doing that was because she couldn't see. Pressure was building and it was painful for her. So she was sort of disoriented. That's how she reacts to when something is happening to her. She's uh, very sensitive, you know, kind of almost like a drama queen. So she'll exaggerate things that she feels. She wasn't touching it or anything, so I wouldn't know it was the eye. So the first thing you look for is the blinking eye. The second thing you peel back or just open their eyes and look underneath the eyelid on the top, it should be white. Dogs' eyes should always be white where the white is. If you see red, that's the onset of glaucoma. Nobody told me this. If I had known this, I would have recognized that because she had very red, that one eye. The other eye was white. 
That's the second thing you look for. The third thing you look for is do they touch it? Do they do they rub it? You know, do they put their paw over it like it bothers them? Now my dog was doing that, but I thought it was because she was trying to get the hair out of her eyes because she had a lot of hair. So I trimmed back the hair. Do they rub it up against the floor? Like do they rub their face up against the carpet? Um, do they complain? Do they whimper and, and blink? That means it hurts. The pressure buildup on the eyeball. I mean, imagine your eyeball with pressure in the back because it's the eyeball pressure is in the back of the eye. So imagine that, you know. In other words, pay attention to your dog. There are things that you can do to prevent. If they're hereditary, you can't prevent it. Like her, in her case, the breed that she has, it's something that is part of the breed. Uh, she's a Shishan, she's a half Bichon Frise and a half Shih Tzu. And the Shih Tzus have a lot of problems. And if you want to see her, look at, I told you, look at her Instagram at Rosanna Mod and comment on the video. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. That's it for now. Uh, today, like I said, I have a an appointment with the vet and uh, we're going to find out how the pressure is and what it looks like and what the next steps will be for her. And hopefully it's lower. I've seen a big difference since I've been giving her the, the drops. I've noticed that her eye is not as red as it was and it's not as swollen, definitely. And it's not bothering her as much. She won't blink as much. She does blink with light or we go outside and that comes with the eye drops uh, side effects because it's opening up your, it's kind of dilating your eyeball. Another thing you might want to look for is if you're, if they're looking at you and there's a light and you see like a reflection and the color of the eye is different than the other eye, there's a, it's not reflecting light the same way as the other eye, then you know that that's also glaucoma. And as soon as you see that, take them to the vet and get a glaucoma checkup or just ask if you're not sure, can you check? Because there are ways to slow it down. Okay, there are ways, there are foods that you can eat and things that you could give them that are rich in vitamins that they need to slow down the progression of the glaucoma. But there is no cure so far, but I'm still researching all this. So that's it. I hope that this helped your your furry friend. And uh, I was really stressed out. I couldn't focus on anything. You know, right now I see that she acts completely different, like her old self, really. She's more independent. She's not sticking to me and clingy like she was before because she she felt scared and she felt like she wanted to be near me you know and the fear and the depression and the stress comes from the fact that you realize that your pet is getting older and you know that that means eventually you're going to lose them so I think that's really what that's really what the stress is it's not so much that they're not feeling good it's the fact that you see that the progression means that it's going to go to the place where you don't want it to go where it is means it does mean that you're going to lose them and that's hard you know but you know you learn to deal with it and life is what it is i've had her for going to be 13 you know i love her she's my everything but we'll deal with it as it comes all right so on that note if you like this show and you'd like to support it please do there is a link below the show notes for paypal you can contribute there to my show and I would appreciate it and thank you very much god bless and also if you want to do a podcast and you feel like this is something that interests you please follow me below on the link for buzzsprout there's a step-by-step tutorial that takes you right through it buzzsprout so far has been very good to me I haven't had 
any issues with them whatsoever. I love their customer service. They're very quick to reply and very easy to understand if you have no experience like I had when I first started in September. And that's all I have for you. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate you guys. Thank you for your notes. I've gotten some emails on my Instagram. I've gotten some on my Facebook. I love you all so much. So I am interrupting my daily Tuesday show to give you an update on Coco's condition. I took her to the vet this afternoon, like I said, and I wanted to let you know that it it was 26% pressure. So she went from 33% to 26%. I started her eye drops on Saturday afternoon, two times a day, every 12 hours. So from Saturday, she had one drop and then Sunday she had two, Monday she had two, Tuesday she had one so that was the total of the drops she had for her to get to from from 33% to 26% so that's how good the drops are the drops do work Uh, he told me you know just keep doing the eye drops I had four refills on them so and there's I think there's uh, 22 drops per bottle it's like a tiny little bottle and uh, so I'm going to keep doing that and then he also gave me this cream to put in her eye inside her eye like a little quarter of an inch drop I'm supposed to put in there an hour after I put in her drops that's ointment I just don't like that word ointment (laughs) so the ointment let's just say cream the cream is for the cloudiness to dissipate so so it's all good news um she's she's I'm telling you she's a healthy healthy girl She's the only thing she's got is the eye problems, but but I'm happy because I know this is not a fatal thing. I'm going to keep giving her the eye drops until the drops are gone, until the cream is gone, and uh, then we'll look for options with an ophthalmologist, which is my next quest. If you want to let me know something, if your dog has gone has gone through the same thing, is going through the same thing, if I've helped you in any way to help your pet, dog or cat. with this glaucoma uh, show please let me know I would really love to know so then that way you're be you will be helping others because I can share your story contact me on Instagram I'm going to videotape her again later this week so you can see a before and after and a close-up of her eye maybe so you can get an idea of what it looks like okay so that's it I just wanted to interrupt the show just to let you know that's why it's coming out late it's not there in the morning like usual kind of like an afternoon appointment and then I got just really tired and stressed out and I just wanted to lay down so stay tuned for part two of this episode Uh, glaucoma in your pets so that we can discuss the foods that you can eat for prevention uh, for you know to help the eyesight things that you can do for cataracts and the review of my Dr. Marty Goldstein food which should arrive sometime this week also how she's progressing with her ointment on her eyes God bless you all thank you for listening and what do we say when we end the show what do we say ciao